This is the Beachy Books Podcast. I'm Philip Bell, a published author and a writer. I run a little publishing company called Beachy Books, based on the Isle of Wight. And these are my beachy rambles. rambles it's a beautiful morning again it always is rain or shine I think it's always a beautiful morning when you get out into the world bluebells are out it's just wonderful smell I'm walking through some ancient woodland which we're lucky to have patches of all around the island. Yeah, I even saw a red squirrel just then. So yeah, a, there really are bluebells all over the place. It's beautiful. Yeah, we're fully into spring. Easter holidays are over. It's my first walk, walk out um, on my own. And I, I'm going to ramble about, I'm thinking a lot about where you write, a writer's room, a writer's space. Do you need one? I certainly do. Um, I've just spent quite a few days moving my, uh, um, you know, my, my workspace, my study which is a tiny little room above my garage and uh, I've actually taken over our master bedroom um, which I never thought my wife would go for in fact she kind of suggested it so bizarrely enough we've, we've now got our bed in our what was the study and we've got what I'm now calling the studio in the master bedroom so it's kind of like a big extension of the bedroom really sort of wardrobes and things like that a desk what I need is I always need some kind of notice board or a whiteboard or both so I suppose it does look a bit of business and officey and I do have hang-ups from my office days I guess from whiteboards which I used to sort of hate I think I hate flip charts more than whiteboards but anyway you can't beat a good whiteboard because it's quite fun for doing ideas on you know mind maps and diagrams just just scribbling away stuff but also I like a cork board or some sort of pin board because I I start all my work on paper ideas drawings or you know diagrams flow charts whatever yeah and I um I put that uh I put that on the cork boards 
some, so I need that around me. I mean, in a way, I don't need a lot of space, but because of the nature of doing things for Beachy Books, sending off books and having some stock now, um, I find that I do need a little bit more room. <clears throat> I'm traversing the another insanely muddy stretch that's, that walkers have put sticks and branches and leaves and all sorts of stuff on so I hope I don't end up in the mud yeah I made it across the bridge okay I'm done so now I'm on to the cycle path right it looks all clear right here we go um yeah writer's rooms you need a space I find that if my external space is chaotic you know messy and I'm not the neatest person I don't mind an organised mess but what I can't stand is sort of just a I don't know a rubbishy I don't know when you look around your environment if your environment looks sort of nice and it doesn't have to be neat to be nice but just maybe organised then I think it helps me internally reflect more and, and be able to work although that said I've often disappeared off just with a laptop or maybe a pen and paper, sat in a chair somewhere and in a way it doesn't really matter what's going on around me because I'm so concentrating on my project or writing project or, or book that it doesn't matter what's going on around me. So it's, it is a state of mind. But to help me get into more of a state of mind of writing... Um, it is nice to have a little space to escape to, which I know is difficult with children and families and life. But everyone needs some kind of shed in life, virtually or otherwise. Um, yeah, and I've, I've kept all these cuttings from previous Guardian reviews, um, which is the only bit of the Guardian I ever read now. Well, it's all online, isn't it? That's the thing. But anyway, when I do buy the physical paper, but they, they used to run this writer's room section. So a lovely sort of picture of a of famous writer's rooms. You know, they're, they're, they're the typical looking rooms you'd expect, you know, sort of lovely sort of armchairs and usually in Victorian houses in London or in the country. Um... Yeah, and you know, sort of with, with walls lined with books, um, nice writing desks, of, you know, even typewriters in some. Um, and that just gave me sort of inspiration. I just, it's something about you, do you get the essence of the writer in the room? I mean, you know, at the Roald Dahl Museum, which I haven't been to, but I've heard, you know, they've recreated, in fact, I think they've got the original shed where he worked. And that little, he used to work on he, in a chair and write on a little kind of wooden tray, I think. Um, they, you know, when you went, if you go to Down Village and you go and visit where Charles Darwin lived, they've, they've got his study pretty much as he left it. Um, it's something about the essence of someone who works in a room like that, um, a writer or whatever. It, it, it's like it... It's sort of, it's kind of part of their brain, <laughs> the external room. It's, 
you know. So anyway, with my news of studio, and it's which is sort of a jokey, pithy name for it because it's it's a bit bigger, and the idea is that my wife's going to be doing a bit more work for Beachy Books, doing a bit more drawing and illustrating. We need sort of room to work together. And also, if we get a book order in, I never really had the room to pack the books in within the space, so I had to go off somewhere else. And it'd be quite nice to have it all contained in a room. I'm going to get a little sofa, a little writer's table as well. Just a, a, a space for create, creating, which sounds so poncy. But you do all need a space. You know, wherever it is, under the stairs, like Harry Potter. Locked away, I don't know. You know, I mean, why do you think for years and years men have wanted to go to the shed? And women do. Women potter about. They have their own sheds. <laughs> you know, if they want to... I mean, men do gardening just as much as women, but greenhouses and kitchen tables with a laptop and a mug of coffee. I mean, I find that I've learnt nowadays having a space is really important when you've got family because you can disappear off but with young children they all come into any room anyway so I've found that it's been quite liberating just thinking you know what I don't have to be in this particular room to get work done I just need a laptop and an hour of peace and I can get it done so I often do a lot of my writing on a little writing laptop that can't do many games and doesn't really connect to the internet very well and I sit in the kitchen table, sit on the kitchen table. I don't actually sit on the kitchen table, obviously. Um, do a bit of writing, maybe when I, after I collect the kids from school, when I'm just maybe cooking dinner. So it's that sort of dead time. Um, but you can, and for me, anyway, I've always kind of had a little space somewhere, you know, even somewhere in the house that you can just call your own. And um, I think one of the things I like to do, because I work quite a lot on paper, first of all, I like to pin up my notes and be able to look up and see, you know, if I'm plotting something, to see all the aspects of the plot. Um, and if I think of an idea, I can just scribble it down. It's, it kind of, it helps your brain. And if you have lots of other fun things to look at, inspiring pictures, paintings, it, it, it can just help you. Um, <clears throat> come up with something you never thought you would have thought of. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'd, one day I'd love to be able to really indulge and have a little nap in the day. You know, like some writers say they do. Um, but I'll have to wait until I win the lottery for that one. Because invariably, what I'm doing in my in my study space really is kind of... It is writing a lot of the time, but it's doing the other stuff I do. Teaching, preparing courses, um, doing any other freelance work that I do. So... So I found actually in my last workplace, on my last study, that because I did so much, in quotes, work, i.e. the stuff I have to do for money, even though it is enjoyable, most of it, and a lot of it is stuff I've created for myself, if you see what I mean, like I'm my own boss most of the time, it's, I still associated it with work as opposed to writing and some would say writing is work 
but I never, I try not to use the word work for writing. So when I say to the kids, oh, I've got to do some work, it really usually is the work I've got to do to pay a bill or, you know, for an invoice rather than writing, which does pay me some money, but I want some sort of separation of, of those two activities. And I find that the space where you work can help you sort of set that up. So what I'm hoping for my new space, my new writer's space, is that it'll, it'll be multifunction. That's the idea anyway. Um, well, the other thing to say is that... Um, yeah, having a... If you have a writer's space, or, or some sort of room, or shed, or wherever you are, an attic, a dungeon, an oubliette, you can leave out some work. So you can leave out a drawing, you can leave out some notes without fear of having to pack them up because someone else is going to be using that table to serve dinner on. Yeah, there's nothing like leaving your stuff down and you come back and find someone swept it all off or kids have borrowed your pencil or someone's doodled something on it and you just got to put up with that if you've got a, a family and sometimes it's quite fun and sometimes kids can write or scribble something that can give you a brilliant idea so but just to be able to leave your stuff in a space um is important for sort of picking up your work again i mean a classic bit of writer's advice that you always hear about when you sort of get into writing is or a lot of writers give you this kind of advice of, um, you, you know, um, don't ever finish your chapter. You know, leave it dot, dot, dot almost for yourself for the next morning so that um, when you sit down, you can just carry on. You know, don't ever finish at the end of a chapter because you'll have a new chapter to begin. Um, obviously... Thank, thank God every writer works differently and the trouble is with some of this writer's advice it all gets sort of plagiarised and shunted around especially now on social media everyone talks about it having not really truly experienced it I don't believe I think they've just read these writer's books and they just think that is the only way to do it yes it's probably alright but my point would be that you don't necessarily have to finish a chapter in the middle or but if you can leave some of your stuff out, your notes, when you sit down again, you'll look up and you'll either remember where you were or you'll think, oh, God, that's a good idea. Yeah, that could happen now because you can immediately see it all. Um, so, but there you go, writer's rooms. Where do you, where do you write? Do you need a writer's room? Can you write anywhere? Can you write on a laptop in a cafe and create the most famous children's book ever? Like J.K. Rowling did. Um, is it just a combination of things? Writing on the train when you're commuting? That's how I started. Morning. You know, um, you know, books take years to write sometimes. And, you know, you could have written that book in loads of different places. On a train, on a bus, on your mobile, 
you know, sent via writing somewhere on holiday and emailed yourself. Um, written on a lovely writer's journal on a sunny day under a tree on a boat. Um, I think you get the idea. You get the idea. Where do you write or create? Books podcast presented by Philip Bell. Music by Dan O'Neill. <laughs>